0: Mestria with James O'Brien.
1: Mestria. I love the way he says that. Um, Gary in Hornchurch, mate, well played. You got the gag that I was desperately trying to cobble together while I was live with Theo Washwood discussing the resignation of the Trade Minister, Greg Hands, over the government's decision to press ahead with the third runway at Heathrow. The question Theo and I were bantering about revolved around the prospect of boris johnson keeping the promise that he made to the people of uxbridge when seeking election in that constituency that he would move heaven and earth to resist the building of the third runway that he would go as far as lying down in front of the bulldozers such is his passionate concern about the passionate concerns of the constituents of uxbridge um gary got the gag he said james if boris does resign we won't need a third runway at Heathrow because we will all be able to use our own personal flying pigs. There you go. Boris Johnson doing something honourable. <laughs> Time now for Mystery Hour, which is almost as funny as the notion of Boris Johnson doing something honourable. The number you need, as you know by now, is 03456060973. That was stupid. I tried to speed up to fit in with the beeps at the bottom. It means no one got the number at all. I only say the number if I've got phone lines free, OK. O three four five six O six O nine seven three is the number you need if you have a mystery that is in need of solving. It's not like Nancy Drew or the Hardy Boys, uh, you, you, not that kind of mystery. Uh, I'm not Sherlock Holmes. It's more like why do we do that or wh- where does that come from? What's that about? Something scientific perhaps or, or something silly. There, there are really no very strong rules. We try and steer clear of dullness and repetition. Um, dullness very much in the ear of the beholder, so if it's a question about motoring, we're generally going to politely invite you to move along. And repetition is kind of my job now, as the staffing on the programme has shifted and changed so much over the years since we started. I can't really blame anybody else if a question gets put through that we've dealt with before. There is an archive. It's actually very, very jolly. My colleague Adrian, who hates hearing his name on the radio, has assembled an archive at lbc.co.uk where you can see uh, questions passed and answers passed and it also provides a fairly neat uh indication of how it works so we, we will do very serious questions but we will also do quite silly ones but the, the real kicker is of course that if you hear somebody else ask a question to which you know the answer you have to ring in and tell us the answer and you have to a- almost prove your credentials if you see what i mean i, I i'll ask What your qualifications are, and you will reply by telling me anything at all that explains why you know that thing that you know. Uh, Contingent upon that, of course, is the simple observation that you're not allowed to look anything up, either online or in books. If you've read a book previously, or if you've stumbled upon the relevant nugget of information in the past, fill your boots, by all means, but don't look stuff up. It's a celebration of knowledge. In fact, we touched upon that yesterday with Professor Hal, who's the Professor of the Public Understanding of Science at the University of Brighton, and uh, something of a of a mystery, our institution. Because I, I like, despite yesterday being in favour of kids using their phones as research tools in classrooms, I like the idea of knowledge. I still do. In fact, I meant to tell you, you know, Nick was talking about the head of Ofsted saying we might bring back lines as a punishment for children. Do you know what the best thing is on that? Poems. Not just I will not cheek the teacher, I will not cheek the teacher. Not stuff like from the opening frames of a Simpsons episode. But getting kids, if you really do want to punish them with, with repetition, get them to write out a poem. The same poem again and again and again and again and again. And then by the time they finished writing out, so write out that William Blake poem I inflicted upon you the other day, London. Um, get them to write out London a hundred times and by the end of it they'll know it forever. It will be, And that's helpful. What's the point of writing out I will not steal my teachers apple a hundred times pointless, but get them to write out a poem a hundred times and at the end of the process I don't know quite why I've gone off on that particular tangent I do apologise, eight minutes after twelve is the time mystery hour is upon us, phone lines are open questions are in place shall we start? Yes we shall John's in Epsom, John, question or answer? Question please. Carry on, John This is hopefully one that our patron uh,
0: Professor Howe, can answer We shall um... see yeah, I, so I work on a golf course, and I spend a lot of time in the sun, I get a good tan. Yes. I also wear my hands, so I get a lot of, like, cuts and scrapes and all that, and obviously scars. Now, I've noticed none of my scars on my arms are tanned. Why?
1: But there's no melanin in the, in the scar tissue. But isn't scar tissue just skin? No, it's scar tissue. If it was just skin, you wouldn't be able to see it next to the other skin. I'm making this up, but I know I'm right. I'm not going to get the round. <laughs> I'm not going to get the round of applause because I've just owned up to making it up as I go along. But but it's going to be something like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm not taking. I'm not. I like that. How, how scarred are you? I mean, are you I mean I'm, I'm worried maybe, now. I've probably got maybe three or four scars on each and, each forearm. How do you get scarred playing golf? Well, no,
0: I'm a greenkeeper, so I look
1: after the oh, golf course, bushes so f- and thorns
0: and that sort of thing. I thought
1: you were the pro. I thought you were the pro. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, play, no I'm do, just a grunt. Do, do you play a bit though? No, I do I hate golf. <laughs> it's just the grass you like. I, I <laughs> that I reminds I me, I like we've got a whole, we're dedicating the whole of tomorrow to examining cannabis laws in this country. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> 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 John, great question. Why don't John no, scars tan? 03456060973. Louise is in Richmond. Louise, question or answer?
2: Question, James.
1: Carry on, Louise.
2: I send a lot of stuff back to my um, parents in, the, in Ireland. Oh, and yeah. I'm always told to put on the blue sticker which says, by airmail. Yes. Why is it we have par, par avion underneath? It's all over every single blue sticker that you put on. So yeah. you fix your stampage, to the cost of whatever it is, but the airmail stickers, by airmail, par avion, raw mail. What, why have we chosen par avion?
1: Because it's the, it's the lingua franca of, of, of international mail.
2: But what, that, what, do you, what do you mean?
1: It's French for by air.
2: I know, but why have we chosen to use the French derivation of it as opposed to any other language? Because
1: that's the international language of of air freight.
2: Ah, okay.
1: Par avion. Because you had to choose one language, so they chose French.
2: Ah, okay. I don't
1: know why, (laughs) but they did.
2: That was my question. I don't know why they chose French.
1: Yeah, all right, language. we'll go <laughs> with the why. I'll let you have a, a supplementary, because <laughs> it's a bit obvious, the first bit. Why, why, Do you know, for one terrible minute, I thought you were asking me what par avion meant.
3: No, I know what that
2: means. I know
1: you know what it means, but for one terrible minute, I thought that you didn't know what it no, means.
2: I just under, well, didn't understand why we it was chosen for that particular language, the French version, is, to be used.
1: Is, is there another example of, of, of an international... where French is the lingua franca? Go on, then. I'm trying to think. Passport. Passport. All diplomatic. I think we're moving into definitive territory now. It's the international language of diplomacy.
2: Is it? I didn't know that. Nor did
1: I. That. Ivan just said it in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't take a round of applause. We shall find out. Why does it say. Why is French the language of airmail?
2: Exactly. Merci. Merci. Au
1: revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> 11 minutes after 12. I can't believe it. I said par avion. It's such a, a sort of English accent. I should have uh, Matthews in Seven Oaks. Matthew, question or answer?
0: Uh, it's a question, James.
1: Carry on, Matthew.
0: Okay, the question is: Where does the term "silly sausage" come from?
1: What, why? Why Could do you it... want what, what? Why? Why do you want to know that?
0: Uh, basically, because my girlfriend called me the other day, and I was like,
1: "Where does that come
0: from?" It doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna get James to sort it out. Yeah. And also, she's quite political
4: and I was trying to show off to her that I listened to your show.
1: So you are you are you well, are trying to use the fact that you listen to this show to woo your girlfriend?
0: Well I listen to you every day, oh, but no. you are uh, one of the main political things that I listen to Bless you. in this
1: country. So you're very yeah, kind. That
0: was, and then when she said she didn't know James I. I said, hey, What? Hey, what You've been listening to? Hey,
1: yeah, yeah. well, this is outrageous. You haven't been dating you that know, long, me. then, by the sound of it. No, it
4: hasn't.
1: It was it was first couple of weeks. So. Oh, That's sweet. Silly yeah. sausage. You're definitely not a silly sausage. She's the silly sausage. If you you listen to the show and she doesn't. doesn't. She's, she's the. S- you. Do you well, think it well, might be Punch and Judy? It might be Punch and Judy. I'm not sure. Nor am I. Someone will will enlighten us both. All three of us, in fact. Where does the phrase silly sausage come from? I do not know. Do you? Barry is in Woolwich. Barry, question or answer? I have a question. Carry Um, on, Barry.
0: Hi there, hi there. Um, Donald Trump... Yeah, not not specifically Donald Trump, but can you lose a Nobel Peace Prize? He hasn't got one. Mate.
1: He, hasn't, he hasn't got one. No, not yet. Not yet. But no, he's not—he's not, he's not going to get would. one. There's, um, he, one of the key one. members of the Nobel panel has described him in the sort of language I use. But so, if he did get it, and then he started a war, could he lose it?
0: Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Can he lose it? Just peace can prize, not
1: away. the other ones. No, the, is there a Nobel War Prize? No, but there's a Nobel Prize for chemistry, a Nobel Prize for physics, a Nobel Prize for literature, a Nobel Prize for lots of other Nobel Prizes.
0: Donald Trump's not going to get those.
1: You never know, he's mate. Gonna... You know, he he's writes gonna... the best books. He writes the best books. He, His books, books, the greatest books. books. He's got the best. He's got he's the best, the best words. He's got the best. <laughs> best. <laughs> <laughs> he does the best chemistry. Um, <laughs> stop it. Uh, so can you lose a Nobel That's actually a beautiful question. I'm just trying to think. Who might have, historically, whether... I love that. All right, you're on. Yes, someone will know the answer. Can you lose a Nobel Peace Prize? And the only way... Well, either someone knows the the, the rubric of the Nobel Committee or someone has lost it. That's the best way of demonstrating that you can. 13 minutes after 12 is the time. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Why is French, the international language of diplomacy, and more pertinently for Louise's purposes, airmail? Why don't scars tan... What's the origin of the affectionate insult silly sausage? And can you lose a Nobel Peace Prize? Uh, line 10 is currently free 03456060973. Oh, six, oh, six, oh, three. Ty is in Brentwood. Ty, question or answer? Question, James. Carry on, Ty.
4: Why is a baby kangaroo called a Joey? Uh,
1: Joey. Well, well, I mean, is that a proper question? Why is a baby cat called a kitten? Why is a baby no. dog called a Why is a baby squirrel called a pup? Well, why not the call it a I joey? Yes,
0: because, um, I was
4: reading to my my little girl and, and it came up in the in the book. So um, she asked it, and I said, "I'm going to find out."
1: Because it sounds it sounds odder.
4: Yeah, it does sound a bit different. Absolutely, it sounds different to sort of a
1: puppy or a kitten or it, a Yeah, it, uh, Joey. It's a name rather than a, yeah, a, a noun. A Joey. A Joey, why yeah. is a baby I mean probably because Aussies are so sort of relaxed about everything and they sort of thought they'd just call it a Joey mate. There's yeah. no but that's obviously not a definitive answer. Uh, how old's your little
0: girl? Um four. Three and four actually two. <laughs> Twenty seven.
1: Twenty seven James, but she loves kangaroos. <laughs> 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 what um what book were you reading? Can you remember?
4: It was um it was a book about the world and uh um, oh, lovely
1: and Australia different
4: was different places yeah. and experience different places you go to sort of uh, Australia and then go to China and then go to... And it would, it would name all
1: the landmarks there. Oh, great stuff. Uh, all right, well, there you go. Yeah. Pressure's on now. We've got to get an answer for her, haven't we? Why, why are baby kangaroos called joeys? Oh three four five. Cheers. Cheers, up, Ty. Oh, 0345 6060 oh, oh, 973 if you know the answer to any of the five questions that we've got on the board already. You're
0: listening to a podcast of James O'Brien
1: from LBC. Mystery Hour continues. Gene's in Croydon. Gene, question or answer? It Jean, oh, je different. suis très désolé, monsieur. Pardonnez-moi. Yeah, 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 Excusez-moi. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no problem. All right. So,
0: uh, pour Paravion.
1: Paravion, oui.
0: Is originally, the airmail system west was started by uh, French uh, people.
5: Uh...
0: Started from Toulouse. They went along the African coast up to Senegal. And then they went as far as Brazil.
1: This was the first airmail?
0: mail. Yeah. It was the first freight, it was male, and it was going as far as Brazil.
1: Donc, par avion et toujours dans les lettres.
0: Voilà. <laughs> it, it became the standard. <laughs>
1: I love that. See, of course, I mean, they invented it. They invented airmail. So it's just, it's yeah. always been on there. And, uh, it's, it's, and, it, it,
0: and it started from Toulouse.
1: Toulouse all the way to Brazil. What yeah. a lovely, lovely answer. I'm so sorry that I mispronounced your Christian name. They could have. I'm p- used to it. Well, I bet you're used to it, but I, 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 I'm a pedant. I, I'm a master of pedantry and precision. They should have put a, a gender marker on your name when you came on the board. But I shall give you a round of applause, Jean. Thank you. Thank you. Merci no, have people. No, I forgot what your welcome is. Anyway, you're welcome. Uh, 20 minutes after 12 is the time you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Randall is in Bristol. Question or answer, Randall? Hello,
3: James. Hi. Uh, hello. Uh, so the uh, question. Yes. Uh, yeah, question. Um, so why do some daisies turn pink? Um, I've, I've spoiled it, obviously, yeah, recently, but I've noticed it more. But some daisies seem to like shrivel and turn pink. Is it a disease, a genetic variant, a mineral content of the soil? I tried to look for different types of daisies, but it's not a specific type. Um, back along, i was just. Yeah. Well, it
1: must be something in I the do. soil. It's why flamingos are pink, mustn't it? Is, is, yeah. oh, I don't know, though. Why am I even trying to answer? So, you mean that if you see a little patch of daisies, some of them will have pink extremities? Pink.
3: Yeah.
1: They're not all pink, are they? They're white, but with no, pinky not bits. No, no,
3: no. I'm looking at a patch of daisies now. Most of them are big and white, and then, I'll, yeah, dotted around them are random pink ones.
1: And are the pinky ones identical in all other ways to the whitey ones?
3: They're slightly more shriveled, a bit more
1: closed off. So I was thinking, is it a daisy disease? Daisy or disease. Happened? I like that. Well, why do some daisies go pink? You're on. I should uh, love. Awesome. I'll do my best Lovely. for you, Randall. Thank you very much. Um, why baby kangaroos called joeys? Um, Toby, I think my uh, is laughing. At, I've had my laugh out loud moment. I stopped guaranteeing a laugh out loud moment on on mystery hours. It's almost taking the pressure off. I forgot about that, Toby and Orpington. I've had my laugh out loud moment. It was your Australian accent. Fair, Dinkum. 22 after 12. Why a baby kangaroo is called Joey? Can you lose the Nobel Peace Prize? Can it be withdrawn? That's my favourite question this week, so far. Uh, what's the origin of the affectionate insult, silly sausage? And why don't scars get suntans? Hassan is in balaam Question or answer, Hassan? Hello there. Yeah, hi. I've got a question,
4: actually, which I've been pondering over for many, many years. Yes, and um, my question is this: If these ropes, what well, legal speed limit is? Whoa,
1: whoa whoa, 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 whoa! Hold it there. Who put Hassan through? Hands up if you put Hassan through. Who was it? Who put Hassan through? It was. Uh, it was a. You haven't been here very long motor Motoring questions are the very definition of dull. This is the only mystery oh, hour rule that we have. is that, you mean you can even tell I love you, Hassan, but I mean, you can even yeah. tell by his voice this is going to be a boring question.
4: No, but it's a quick question though yeah? Well, so, all right,
1: I'll watch and learn, Ava, watch and learn all right go on okay.
4: so why can they not at the point of manufacturing be restricted to seventy miles per hour such that we never go over the limit, the legal limit yeah.
1: Well, what if you were trying to escape from a from a, a you know a a, a a really dangerous place?
4: Oh, right, then ninety miles an hour, then.
1: Well, then you're over the legal limit.
4: I know, but at least it's not hundred. What if you, like you want
1: to drive it on a private road or, or or have a quick tool around Brands Hatch?
4: Then you get permission, or you get. Well, how are you going
1: to change your car if it's already been made that way?
4: Well, if you can have some. Sort and of also, protection.
1: what if you're selling your cars in many different markets where they have very different speed limits? For example, in right. Germany, there are no speed limits. So you make a BMW, sell it in Birmingham, and then you make it and sell it in Berlin. The bloke in Berlin is going to be furious that you can only do seventy on the autobahn.
4: But then cars are made. See, for Ava. See, specific, do you see? Left-hand drive, right-hand drive. And, and so Yes.
1: Forth. Yes, but you might okay. want to. You might buy your car in Britain and move to Germany. Then what are you going to do?
4: Then we can get it changed. Or well, I
1: think you you've know, answered your own question, mate.
4: Okay. Alright, well, this is just a question.
1: I know, and I feel bad now, because you didn't know that I have a real... Uh, 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 b- I didn't know that. No, I know you didn't, and obviously the producer didn't either, because as I mentioned earlier, the team has changed a lot over the years, but regular Mystery Hour listeners, if they knew anything about this, they'd know that I don't like motoring questions. But I feel bad now, because I've been rude to you. That's alright. It's not, though, is it? It's a bad example for the children. That's what it is.
3: Not- My children aren't listening. So.
1: Why not? <laughs> Right, I'm going to share my round of applause with you, Hassan. Does that, is, that, is that a good way of making up? That's fine, that's fine. All right, this is half for Hassan, half for me. Right. There we go. Good man. David is in Kensal Rise. Question or answer, David?
2: I've
0: got an answer for you, James. Bring it on. It's for the Nobel Prize question. Oh, yes. Um, I remember back last year when the whole controversy about the Rohingya uh, Muslims was going on about Suu Yuki. Yes. Uh, or Suki, you might remember she has a Nobel Peace Prize. Right. Um, under there was a petition signed. I remember reading about it, and uh, the, the head of the Nobel Institute, wherever his name is, came out and said that you can't take a prize away. Because the will of Alfred Nobel nor the rules of the Foundation allow for you to take the prize away. So it's never an actu- it's never actually been done.
1: And 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 you can't do it. You're not allowed to do it. No. You're hundred percent certain that you remember this correctly.
0: Yeah, I do. I can remember distinctly. Uh, so in the terrifying reality that Trump did get something, we can't take it away.
1: <laughs> well, look, mate, if they if the North Koreans get rid of their nuclear weapons, he's welcome welcome to one. I know, mean, obviously hold a complete uh, completely negative view of the man, but even a stop clock is right twice a day. If, 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 if uh, Kim Jong-un actually okay. gets rid of all his nuclear weapons, then fair play, let, them, let him have a Nobel Peace Prize. True. Alright. So you get a round of applause, and possibly Trump gets a Nobel Peace Prize. Personally, the round of the really applause be, yeah. is okay. worth more. Thank you. Good man. Well, of course, that's a brilliant example as well from actual, sort of, recent events. So there you go, Louise. You're, you're, um... No, it wasn't Louise. She asked about the... um aeroplanes it was barry that asked about the nobel prize uh a couple of phone lines free need answers now so if you can tell me why a baby kangaroo is called a joey natasha devon's been in touch uh, the the writer and mental health campaigner i didn't know this and you're right to share this nugget of trivia even though it doesn't actually advance our cause on mystery hour a single centimeter a baby mackerel is also called a joey so maybe there is going to be an etymological explanation for that I hope so, because I love saying etymological. Uh, so we've done that. Silly sausage, where does that come from? might not come from anywhere. It could just be one of those things that's sort of sprung up because it's got an agreeable alliteration to it, and a sausage is quite a comical thing. Why... Don't scars get suntans? And why are some daisies pink? Uh, 0345 if you can answer any of those, or indeed, because it's only 26 minutes after 12, if you've got a question of your own. I can tell you now, you will get through amazingly. It's, it's been rattling through it this week. It, either that, or I've spooked Ava after telling her off for putting through the motoring call, and now she's telling everybody to clear off and they're not coming on for being so boring. Jane is in Durham. Jane, what would you like to say?
5: Hi there. Um, my question
2: is What are the origins of rock, paper, scissors?
5: Uh, and well, I mean, well, the first recorded use of
1: it. <laughs> is that, I mean, how would we know? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a ga- I mean, everyone knows what it is. It's, it's, there's yeah. one. There's a brilliant piece actually. As a, a writer I've kind of fallen in love. with called it Seamus O'Reilly. Writes in the Observer. he tells stories about his dad not knowing what rock, paper, scissors was. He'd managed to get to the age of about 84, never in his life having come across the game of rock, paper, scissors. He had 11 mm. children as well. He raised them on his own. He's a brilliant, brilliant writer. I digress enormously. Why do you want to know? I mean, I don't know if it's a... Because it's, it's, it's obvious how it happened. It was a game that was played when there weren't any games. It was like, you know, all you need is, yeah. is, is a hand each. You only need one hand to play rock, paper. You don't even need two hands, do you? So...
2: Yeah, it was just uh, me and my husband were having a debate as to whether we were going to watch The Great Showman or La La Land and ended up doing rock, paper, scissors to try and decide. So, and then I just thought, well, love it. when did this become, a, become a thing that that's how you make a decision? It's
1: the same composer, isn't it? Those two films.
2: Uh, I believe so I think it is yeah. Yeah. Did, well, yeah, we, Ultimately, whatever the whatever the decision was make It was going to be my idea as to which one we would watch But it, it's nice to have a, a, a tool in which to make that decision It's nice for him
1: to feel that his opinion matters yeah, Even though we calls. all know that it doesn't I mean, not, yes, yes, I'm acknowledging called, it It's called marriage, <laughs> I like that So what did you see? <laughs> exactly. Which one did you see in the end?
2: Uh, we well, are going to see The Greatest Showman oh, Which is my choice
1: Controversial, La La Land's much better Oh, is it? Well, we'll watch both eventually. Uh, of course you will. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a reassuring <laughs> knowledge in the background. OK, the origin of rock, paper, scissors. I hope we get an answer to that, because it's, it's a lovely question. Thank you, Jane. Um, the, the, why are some daisies pink? Why are baby kangaroos called joeys, or indeed baby mackerel? Origin of silly sausage, and why don't scars suntan? 03456060973 is the number you need. If you can answer any of those. Um, <laughs> God, Howard, you have been listening a long time. Wondering whether Hassan knows about the no Colin rule. I lifted the no Colin rule about four years ago, actually. You must have missed that show. We now allow Collins on the programme. We went through a phase. i just glance at the clock. I've got ten minutes to share, so ten seconds to share some mystery or or, or the program related trivia with you. We went through a phase back when sort of you know the upsurge in racism and and, and nativism that UKIP represented was still funny. We went through a phase of asking everyone who rang in who was called Derek, Roger or Nigel whether they supported UKIP. When we stopped playing that game we had a 65% success rate. Uh, anyone called Derek Roger or Nigel, 65% of them did indeed support that party. And we also had a ban on Collins on, I felt, the very reasonable grounds that they were always really boring. But looking back, I can't believe I was so cruel and indeed so immature.
0: You're listening to a podcast of James O'Brien from LBC.
1: Some of our questions still need answers, but we still have time for a few more questions as well. What's the origin of rock, paper, scissors? I, I'd, I'd like to think it was in the trenches or something like that. You know, we need a sort of history. I bet there is a university post that involves being a historian of games i wish i'd paid more attention at school sometimes i've ended up doing the job that i would have chosen out of all the available jobs ever in the history of the world but in terms of studying you speak to young people now younger people and they know so much more because they, they obviously the financial investment makes them take their third tertiary education a lot more seriously um anyway what's the origin of rock paper scissors Daisies that go pink. What's the difference between them and the daisies that don't go pink? Why are baby kangaroos called Joey's? What's the origin of silly sausage as a as a as an affectionate insult? And why don't scars go brown? Why don't they suntan? Twelve thirty five is the time. The number you need if you can answer any of those remains the same. And um we'll go to Mark who's in Sunderland. Mark, question or answer?
4: Uh
1: it's an answer, James. Carry on, Mark.
4: Um The uh tanned scars.
1: Yours got all their albums. Uh,
4: well, I'm not quite sure where the... Because I, uh, I missed that caller. i thought I was working at the time.
1: That's okay. Are you um, all right, mate? You sound, you sound a bit distracted.
3: Oh, yeah, sorry. I've just got out of the bath.
1: You've just got out of the bath? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: oh, I was looking to you in the bath. So. That's
1: very intimate. <laughs>
3: uh, so,
4: <laughs> uh, well, basically, yeah, because I have a, a large amount of scarring, and it does tan. Oh. So uh, I was uh, quite extensively scarred when I was a child.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I suppose uh, was it, can I ask whether it were you burnt?
4: Uh, yes, it was uh, hot water.
1: Yes. I, d- I wonder whether it's different for because the caller was cut.
3: Oh, I see. Possibly.
1: I don't know that it, but so I'm definitely going to give you a round of applause, not least in the hope of getting the mental image of you stepping out of the bath out of my brain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And, and, and it goes, I mean, your scars go brown, I mean, it, it, it's a different type of scar, but it actually goes brown to a degree where it doesn't stand out from the rest of the skin as much as usual, or forgive me if for I'm being impertinent.
4: Oh, no, not at all. Uh, what I've got is, um, I've got proper skin grafts, so right. it probably is a different kind of scar. But, I mean, I tan quite well anyway. Oh, that's good. So, it's, uh, they, do, they seem to go, like, darker than the rest of my skin.
1: Oh, wow. So, they are they less prominent or more prominent? Compared to the rest,
4: probably more prominent. Some oh. like okay. parts of them go uh, a bit more red.
1: Okay. Well, you've had your round of applause, but I am, I'm I'm going to leave the question on the board for other types of scar Crikey, that's a slightly odd little avenue of mystery. Hour this week, we're now splitting a question in half according to scar type. <laughs> <laughs> Top man, go and dry yourself. Seriously, go and dry yourself. Otherwise, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you might you know you get you might chafe a bit. Uh, Aiden is in Epsom. Aiden, question or answer? Question, James. You're not in the bath, are you, mate? No, It <laughs> no. would have been that would have been odd. Carry on. Yeah,
4: <laughs> there, there there is a well-known uh, cleaning product, and the advertising strap line is: uh, oh, by this product; it cleans ninety-nine percent of all household
0: germs dead." Yes, you probably remember the one. I do. And my, it's
1: domestic. my question
0: is: Yes, my question is: What is the one percent of germs that <laughs> <it> can't kill?
1: <laughs> I I think that this is actually more to do with advertising standards than it is to do with science, in that the the the, 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 po- the possibility that it that, that that there's a germ it can't kill has to be admitted by the slogan rather than them having actually measured it. So yeah, I think it yeah, probably yeah. does kill a hundred percent, but a germ might appear at one point that it doesn't kill, and they have to acknowledge that possibility. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know who would know. Would it be a scientist or an advertising expert? <laughs> A scientist who works in advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you don't set the bar high, do you? Yes. <laughs> Bring me your scientists who work in advertising. So, what what is the one percent of known? Oh, it says known though. So that yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, I'm ah, a lad. <laughs> yeah, known, known. What, what is the one percent of household germs that Domestos doesn't kill? And that's the ones we want to avoid. That's a lovely, lovely question. I shall, do my, I shall endeavour to get you an answer. Take care, Aiden. 03456060973 is the answer to that. Um, I, I'm beginning to think we might need some answers. Andrew is in Hastings. Andrew, question or answer? Uh,
4: question, please. Carry on. Why well, can't we uh, grow blue roses?
1: Blue roses?
4: Yeah. Because I asked Mr Cameron when he landed his helicopter in my garden that question, and he seemed a bit flummoxed because they wanted to get away a bit quick during the election time. Do
1: you really want 20, to know why we can't grow blue roses, or were you just desperate to tell a million people that David Cameron landed his helicopter in your garden? So I
4: said to him, I said to him uh, we why can't we go blue roses? I only go red roses here, I said, because I, I support Labour, and... Um, and uh, he came a bit flummoxed. He wanted to get away a bit quick.
1: I'm not surprised. Why did he land his helicopter in your garden?
4: Uh, well, I run a bit of a B&B here, and um, they found me on the internet, and uh, this company that supplied the helicopter was... He was flying around the, the country trying to pick up boats, especially in Hastings. And, yes. Um, uh, they picked us out and give us fifty
1: quid for it. Is that all you get for landing it's in your boat? Fifty, got, 50 yeah. quid, flipping it, tight wood. So you, you, it's you that wants to know why we can't grow blue roses.
4: Well, uh, yeah, I do really. You yeah. don't really. Yeah,
1: you just wanted to tell that rather excellent anecdote. That was the real reason you've rung in. I, yeah, I know yeah, that, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, you know yeah. that. Let's not. Let's yeah, not be I know that, Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. everybody knows. Blue. Why can't you grow blue roses? Maybe you can grow blue roses. Yeah,
4: perhaps you can. But I've no, you I don't even care, hard. mate. I do you? a course there, but I couldn't find
1: out there. Oh, all right. And do you grow a lot of roses?
4: Oh, well, I've got a few in front of me,
1: but I've got three acres the other side, looking out. Oh, this, this is, this is, I, I love London. I, I, I really love London. I've lived there since I was 18, and I, I don't think I'd ever want to live anywhere else. But I do sometimes... You when I so, come down to Sussex. That's what you? I was about to say. When, when somebody like you describes having a, a, a real vista, a real rural vista and, yeah. a, and a few acres, there is a little bit of me. Yeah. The farm boy in me starts feeling wistful.
4: Nice
1: and calming. Nice, that's what we need, you see. Yeah, nice get and calm. Nice and calming. To to F- F- yeah, all right. Steady on. This is <laughs> this is my job, mate. You know.
4: No, 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 not your crap. I love you. <laughs> oh, it's just
1: the other crap. <laughs> I, just, I don't think he needs an answer. Why can't you grow blue roses? Daniel is in Mansfield. Daniel, question or answer?
0: Answer.
1: Carry on. Um, it's
0: the kangaroo
4: and the joey. Do you want to you know something?
1: Do? Yeah. Why, why is a baby kangaroo called a joey?
4: Yeah, it originates back in the Aboriginal language and it means small animal. And Joey is the collective noun for any baby animal in Australia. It's just talked to the name of a kangaroo. Qualifications?
0: I lived over there for 10 years and I was just intrigued and the weird names of the call, everything.
1: And that might be why a baby mackerel is known as a Joey as well. Yes. Oh, that's a lovely answer. You're getting a round of applause. No, thank you. And oddly enough, I read out that a baby mackerel was called a joey and I said it was my friend Natasha Devon who had sent that in as a text. It wasn't. She's just texted me privately on my phone to say that wasn't me. It's good to know she's listening. So it must have been someone called Natasha in Devon who texted in and then got described as a well-known mental health campaigner, which must have been slightly odd for her. I've just texted LBC about a fish and he's read my name out and my town and described me as a well-known mental health campaigner and author. There you go. Natasha in Devon. Not Natasha Devon. I'm glad we've cleared that up. Lee's in Camberley. Question or answer, Lee?
0: It's an answer. Carry on, Lee. So the reason that the chemicals, cleaning chemicals, can only uh, say that they kill 99.9% is to do with log reduction and the legal way they're tested.
1: Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that the answer? Have you finished? I have, yeah. So, I mean, you can... Well, which is the 1% of germs that it won't kill, then?
0: There isn't a 1% of germs that it doesn't kill. But what it is, is when they test it, they have to see how many organisms they kill against certain organisms. Right. And they test it to a certain tolerance, and the law for cleaning products says they have to meet a three-log reduction. Oh, a three-log reduction? Yes. Which I- is ninety nine point nine percent.
1: So it kills naught point. It kills ninety nine point nine percent of all known germs.
0: Some of them, yes, depending on the product.
1: So c- can anything kill one hundred percent of all known germs?
0: Uh, a strong enough uh, percentage, absolutely. But oh. that would be dangerous to people, so they wouldn't use it. I
1: would melt through. Ah, so it's it's it's, it's just to keep it on the right side of to- the right side of m- not melting your kitchen tops.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Qualifications. I'm a specialist nurse in infection prevention and control. I'm Ray Liotta and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC.
1: If you build it, they will come. I don't know. I went early on that. You didn't, you don't, it's not like you make bleach, is it? Well, you can change the percentage. Can you? Yes. Oh, yeah, you deserve your Ray Liotta. And you, really get a ran- and you get a round of applause as well. Great work. Well done, Lee. Thank you. It's coming up to quarter to one. I'll squeeze in Tina, who's in Reading. Question or answer, Tina? Hi, James. It's a question. Carry on.
2: Why is the air that we breathe out of our nose colder than the air that comes out of our mouth? It's not. It is.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> glad you thought that was as funny as i did (laughs) 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 i don't don't know where that came from seriously write this down now i think it's wind chill factor because if you're measuring how hot your breath is when you breathe out of your nose you're breathing harder than you are when you're breathing out of your mouth so the wind chill factor when it hits your skin is is because there's more air hitting your skin so that so the heat is being withdrawn from your skin faster than it is when you breathe out of your mouth because there's there's the, the air is over a much wider space
2: well, I thought that you'd say that, Did so you? I've been
1: trying it yeah. really slowly. Um, well, then it's and warm it's then. Still exactly no, the it's same. not. You know, you're lying. It's warm. I'm Look, not. No, 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 hang on. So this is going to feel cold, and this is going to feel warm.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I've done, it the opp- I've done it the opposite way around, and it's exactly the same.
1: All right, I'll put the question on the board, but it's built on a false premise. However, Thank given you. that you gave me the opportunity for one of the finest jokes I have ever made in my <laughs> life, I, I don't really care whether we go an answer to this or not. Uh, perfect, thank you very much (laughs) thank you Tina, why is the air coming out why is the breath coming out of Tina's nose colder than the breath coming out of her mouth you're listening
0: to a podcast of James O'Brien from LBC
1: trying to get answers to a variety of questions i I particularly would like to know the origin of the game rock paper scissors why some daisies go pink um and why you can't grow blue roses although i think we all know andrew only rang in to tell us about the time david cameron landed a helicopter in his garden he doesn't really care but i would quite like to maybe you can get blue roses are an amazing enthusiasm you know people spend their lives trying to create such shades of rose and you can copyright roses and, and and you already know this terry's in cranbrook terry question or answer Answer, James. Carry on, Terry. Uh,
4: James, um, e- essentially um, sc- scars are fibrous tissue and they can't produce melanin. So because they can't produce melanin, they can't tan. Um, I know this because I was a paramedic for 15 years, but also I had my knee replaced 10 weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And I'm staring down at my suntanned leg and a, and a very purpley scar going down the centre of it.
1: And it will always be a purpley scar going down the centre of it, even if you move to Barbados
4: it will always be a purpley scar but as it heals and heals it eventually go a sort of a pale white color
1: but and that's to do with healing it's got nothing to do with melanin it's
4: got nothing to do with melanin.
1: I see i actually I, I mean i don't want to sound even more kind of conceited than usual but i answered this question perfectly at the very outset i, I used the word melanin and i used the the phrase scar tissue you did and, and i didn't give myself a round of applause because i am so innately modest
4: <laughs> yes
1: as I hear you on a daily <laughs> basis. so so luckily that means the round of applause is still just waiting in the fridge for you, Terry. Thank you. And here it is. Good work. And of course, I think it was Mark, the fellow who just got out of the bath. Um, his, his scarring, as he told us, was different because he not 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 only was it caused by burning rather than cutting, but it was um, he'd had skin grafts as well, which would involve actual skin rather than scar tissue. So everyone's happy. Joe's in Tunbridge. Joe, question or answer?
0: Answer please, James.
1: Carry on, Joe. It's the answer to
0: the um blowing out
1: of your nose y- Yes. It's Why is it called It James. was it was one of my best. San, Sandra, Sandra's producing the show today. She just said it was a dad joke, but it wasn't a dad joke. It was I'm a, a dad. It, well all right then. But it was a genius joke. It was one of the best jokes in the history of jokes. <laughs> Carry on.
0: Um, so the reason is is about increased velocity. So when you breathe out through your mouth, you're breathing through a, a, a bigger hole. The yes. velocity isn't as great as when it comes out of your nose. But if, when it comes out of your nose, it's a uh, greater velocity so for the temperature to decrease. It's about balancing the equations of...
1: So the temperature um, does decrease. It is genuinely colder. It's not just the, yeah. the, the fact that it's absorbing more heat from your skin when it hits... If you,
0: if you do the same thing, so if you blow through your mouth wide open, it's quite warm, but if you purse your lips and blow the same effort, but obviously it comes out faster. It's a lot colder.
1: But I don't think it is colder. I think it's just it's, it's hitting your skin more, so it's withdrawing the heat from your skin, and it's making you feel cold. If you if you if you had no
0: no, it's not. It's, it's about the balance of the equations. I deal with fluid hydraulics, and the same thing applies. So if you push water through a, a through a pipe, and the restriction in the pipe gets smaller, the velocity has to increase, and the temperature
1: decreases as well. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you now because you said fluid hydraulics. <laughs> oh, I also deal in fluid hydraulics, but in my case it's rhyming slang. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause for Joe. <laughs> Three hours a day of fluid hydraulics on this programme. Uh, Catherine's in Barnes. Catherine, question or answer?
5: Uh, answer, please.
1: Carry on, Catherine.
5: It's the blue rose. There uh, is a blue rose. Oh, it's not, it's not 100% blue. It's a kind of sort of bluey mauve. Delightful. And it's just been genetically modified...
1: Because that's what a lot of rose enthusiasts do, isn't it? They try and get their own color.
5: Yeah, yeah. It was done in Japan, I think, or or America, or somewhere. And they they introduced a gene from um, I think Delphiniums, and um, they've got a sort of bluey rose. But it's it's you know it's it's sold as a blue rose, but it's actually rather rather revolting looking as well.
1: Is it a bit insipid, yeah. sort of?
5: Somehow rather.
1: You know, blue just doesn't fit roses. No, or food. Yes. Blue, You don't get blue food. No, very... know,
5: blue food's are awful. It
1: yeah. is awful. Yeah. My kids yeah. drink this dreadful drink, a sort of slushy. But I, I quite liked a blue slush puppy back in the day, I must be honest. But it's the, when we go to the cinema now, they, it's practically neon, this drink that they have. Blue and food don't really go together unless it's yeah. the veins yeah. running through a Stilton cheese, Catherine. No,
5: yeah. <laughs> blue
1: roses don't really go. No. Do, do you yeah. know what it's called, the blue rose? Does it have a name? I, I, no, I don't
5: know.
1: And you, what are your qualifications? <laughs> they if if I, it,
5: They just call it the blue rose.
1: Well, that's yeah, very descriptive. May yeah. I... Well, how do you I know? Just,
5: I'm just a sort of enthusiastic amateur gardener.
1: That'll do. And would you like a round of applause?
5: I would love a round of applause. Here it is. Thanks.
1: If you have grown a blue rose yourself, I could have given you a Rayleigh Otter
5: No, 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 I wouldn't grow a blue rose.
1: <laughs> no, God forbid. <laughs> Perish the thought. Thank you, Catherine. Marty's in Belfast. Marty, question or answer?
3: Uh, a question, please, James. Um, mm. You know, champagne bottles come in various.
1: Do I know varieties. champagne bottles, mate? I am the king of the champagne socialists. Of course, I know and about champagne.
3: You should be able to give yourself a really <laughs> <utter substitute>. <laughs> What <laughs> What is the uh, uh, the origin of the names? Where did they come from, and why are they called those? You know, you've got like a Jeroboam and a Methuselah and whatever else, Nebuchadnezzar.
1: You, you, they're they're biblical kings. They're biblical kings of um, Mesopotamia or somewhere like that.
3: But why? I mean, champagne wasn't... Because
1: it was monks, wasn't it?
3: I have no idea.
1: Don Perignon invented champagne. It, originally it was made by monks, so they named the massive bottles after the characters out of the Bible.
0: Mm, you said that quite authoritatively, but I'm not convinced.
1: You're not I, I wasn't that. authoritatively. That was speculatively. Do you want to hear authoritatively? Go on, then. Dom Perignon invented champagne, and at the monastery where the drink was popularized, it was decreed by the abbot that the larger bottles should be named after key biblical characters, uh, namely Jeroboam, Nebuchadnezzar, and the other fella,
0: Methuselah.
1: Yeah, him and Salmanazar. <laughs> oh, I don't think he's in the Bible. That means I'm wrong. No. no All no, right, I'll leave it on idea. the board. I'll leave it on the board. What's the biggest bottle of champagne you've ever bought? Oh, I don't know. Whatever Tesco sells, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get many Nebuchadnezzars in Tesco, mate. Not unless he's on the tills. Twelve fifty-five is the time. Oh, three, four, five, six, oh, six, oh, nine, seven. Three is the answer you need if you know that the answer to that question. I think we've done that relatively recently, but I've forgotten. So yeah, you know, crack on. Everybody enjoy just just as a very very brief afterthought to um, uh, the. Conversation we had in the first hour about how people are desperate to believe things that aren't true with regard to Donald Trump. I'm now being bombarded by American trolls with a, with a clip from, 19, from the 90s, uh, which describes the law governing unaccompanied children. And they're replying to a tweet, this is how mad it all is now, which begins with the four words, the forced separation policy. So people are now sending me the American law regarding unaccompanied children as proof that I'm wrong about the forced separation policy. If you're unaccompanied, weird Americans, you can't have a forced separation. Thank you, and good night. Uh, Barry is in Docklands. Barry, question or answer? Uh, It's an answer. Carry on, Barry.
3: Um, Basically, I have to just challenge the uh, question about the, the air coming out of the nose being warmer. Go on, then. So um, the air that's in the lungs is, is a pretty much equal temperature, and it's what you, when you breathe out, you're breathing air from the nose. Yeah um, Now definitely changes in velocity, surface area, you can perceive uh, the temperature differently. but yes. there's it's one very important feature of noses, which is that they've got three internal structures called turbinates.
1: Yes. Oh, no. He's, fine. He's gone in a tunnel. Whoa. Well, we'll try and get him back. Seriously, you've got three internal structures in your nose. Uh, Nick's in Billericay. Nick, question or answer? Well, well it's an answer about the rose. I know
0: it's, a word, but it's called Rhapsody in Blue.
1: It's never. It is, and I've got two of them growing in my back garden. Oh, uh, boy. Yes, there we are. Well, I, well, ra- is it called Rhapsody in Blue, three separate words? Yes, it is, yes. Do we know where it came from?
0: Uh, I don't, but the ones I've got came from my father when our youngest son was born.
1: Oh, there they are. You've got you've got a blue rose in your garden. Yes. Oh, mate, it's all, all, it. day, you know, really all day. I'm really and
0: you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC all day
1: long. If you awesome. build it,
0: <laughs> they will.
1: Come. That's just beautiful, and it was for That's your son brilliant. as well to mark his birth. Yes, it was. Yes. Oh, just, I'm welling up here. Celia Fugate in pieces on the other side of the <laughs> studio. Give him a round of applause as well, Ivan. Great stuff, Nick. Thank you. And What a great name as well for a rose. Oh, and is it nice? Because uh, Catherine in Barnes was c- quite dismissive of its aesthetic qualities. But it's it's
0: delightful,
1: and the smell you get from it is overpowering. Hey, see, Catherine, life. you need to you need to be a bit more open minded about blue roses. Barry I'm is looking at them now. Barry, oh, I, I, we've done it. We've filled our boots. Um, no, we've done Barry. We... Oh no, he's back. Quick, three. There's three bits in your nose, Barry.
3: Yeah, sorry. Uh, so there's three structures in the nose called turbinates, and their primary function is to warm the air that we uh, inhale through our nose. So when we're exhaling out, that very same air from the lungs is being warmed up by those three turbinates.
1: But she, so thought her her, she thought the air coming out of her nose was colder.
3: No, 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 no. It's actually, it'll be warmer, just because uh, the three structures are highly vascularised. Oh, right, well, of, of course.
1: It's all about how highly vascularized they are, isn't it?
3: Yeah. It, de- it definitely is so obviously when she's noticing one is more cooler than the other uh, a lot of that is to do partly in, to, in the previous answer where he said about velocity of air that was me
1: I said that power. bit yeah
3: oh sorry yeah. Forgive, forgive me so no. uh, well, the important <laughs> bit was the turbulence and how they warm the air you're
1: the winner what are your qualifications uh, I'm a doctor. Oh, round of applause. You don't get a Rayleigh Otter for that. You don't have a blue rose in your garden you get a Rayleigh Otter. That's it for me for another day. We'll do it all again tomorrow morning from time. We never found out what a silly sausage, that were well, rock, paper, scissors. The, the two origin, we're only supposed to do one origin question a week. We did two this week. We didn't get an answer to either of them. Never mind. Silly sausages. Um, Sheila folks, is here. Did you hear my joke? Uh, th- we, uh, earlier on? Or but Yeah, the nose joke. No, it's one of the best jokes in the history of jokes. Oh, I'm not a great one for jokes. All but right, go on. Try this one. So, like, that question that Barry's just answering. Lady rang in that, and <laughs> said, um, "Why does the air coming out of my Why is the air coming out of my nose colder than the air coming out of my mouth?" And I said, "It's snot."
2: Oh, so childish. Are you serious? Yeah, jo- jokes rarely make me laugh. Oh, sorry about that.
1: All right. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> I'm
2: more of a no, wit home. on the wing kind of gal. Oh, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Can I apologise for kicking that large bucket in the corner of the room when I, I, I walked in? I, I don't in.
1: think anybody heard. <laughs> I think they
2: did. <laughs> I literally just so, walked into it. So you like it.
1: slapstick comedy, you see? <laughs> yeah, like, you and like people, people falling over. Yeah. yeah oh, OK. Yeah, okay yeah, right, I'm yeah. And wit, that. you know, quick-wittedness. So quick-witted? I said it live on the radio in about a nanosecond after because, she said... Well, it was quick. Thank you, Sheila Fogarty.
5: But was
2: it witty? It was it was quick. It was definitely snotty.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, hear James O'Brien live every weekday morning from
1: ten only on LBC.